Welcome to the Courage Matters Podcast with inspirational speaker, author, and creator of the Courageous Life Planning System, Michael Anthony. I'm Aaron Thomas, Executive Director of Courage Matters, and in this special podcast series, we're covering 30 days of crushing your goals, removing false limits, and unleashing your potential. When you stop learning, you stop growing. Today, we talk about how education can help separate you from the crowd. Michael mentioned some important questions you should be asking in regards to your education so that you can learn how to set and achieve great goals in your process of unleashing your potential. Here's episode 15. Hey guys, and welcome back to day 15 of the How to Crush Your Goals podcast. We hope that you enjoyed yesterday's episode with special guest Ben Shepard, but we're back here in the studio. Michael Anthony is joining me as always. Today, we're talking about education. Good to be with you. Hey, what if they didn't listen to it yesterday? Suppose they're binge listening to these. They could be binge listening, binge watching these podcasts on like the Courage Matters app or something. So... Whether you listened yesterday or, or watched yesterday or not is kind of irrelevant. Right. Oh, but you're definitely going to want to check it out if you, you, you haven't already. But that. if you have not, just ignore everything that I yeah, just said. Because Ben is a an awesome, um, not a theor- uh, th- he's not a theoretical guy. He's a practitioner. He's helped boatloads of people financially. And then before that, what were we were talking about? Career, the career area of career, people's lives, yep, yep. health and fitness. Uh, spiritual life, your relationships, and now we're on the education part, or as we like education. to say, education. Education. Like That's the sixth area, so we only have one more after yeah. this. But uh, yeah, the idea is that there are six areas of your life <laughs> where you can, uh, and, and a seventh. <laughs> Speaking of education, seven areas of life where you you map out goals, you set goals, and um, that's how you take the elephant. You know how you eat an elephant one bite at a time. That's the, the one bite at a, t- at a time piece is breaking your life down into seven areas and setting goals in each of those areas, having some guidance, some coaching and how to do that. So it's not an overwhelming process. You don't get discouraged about it. That's what the Courageous Life Planning System is about. Um, when you include the dozens of videos that are included in it, the way they're written, it's designed not just to as a tool where you can, OK, here you go. Write out your goals. It's like. Where do I even start? Yeah, where do I begin? Right. So we're taking people from uh, ground zero or from zero to 60 um, in a nice steady pace. You can go at your own pace and go as deep and as far as you want to. So this education area is really huge. It's, it's a really important area of life that people need to plan. So when you say education, what are we talking about here? Are we talking about formal education, informal education? Good question. It's actually both. Um, with more of an emphasis on the formal education, and I'll tell you why, Aaron, because uh, one of the things in the planning system and one of the things, whether you use the planning system or not, that I talk about is the idea of digging your well, where every day you're listening to things, you're watching things, you're reading things. And we'll cover that in a future podcast because the idea behind it, the reason why it's called digging your well, and you see that throughout the planning system is uh, I had a mentor of mine say years ago, the deeper you dig your well, the more you can draw from. Isn't that a great, uh, memorable? I mean, he said that to me probably, no joke, 30 years ago. Wow. Just in passing. And interestingly enough, it was about education, formal education. Hmm. So um, there's informal education and then there's formal education. This one we're talking about more formal in regard to it could be a degree uh, or maybe a classroom environment. 
stuff that you're actually going to an expert for, um, reading, learning, um, being quizzed, being tested, and actually moving forward in that regard. So that's what we're referring to here. Yeah. So let's talk about how important it is to actually set goals in the area of education, not just Mm -hmm. learning for the sake of learning, but actually setting goals and benchmarks Mm -hmm. that, um, hey, I want to learn X, Y, and Z before this day. Where do you... That would be calculus or algebra, X, Y, Z. Calculus, X, Y, Z, very good. See that? I know that. So so talk about how those goals coincide with the education. A lot of people, they just, they read books to read books. They go to school to go to school because that's what they do. Well, I I saw this in church, you know, being a pastor um, and, and serving in pastoral ministry for years. Um, which was, you know, the best of times, it was the worst of times, so they say. Um, I think the church is a great example of this problem that our country is in the midst of right now. And the problem is we are confusing education for application. And there's a huge difference. And we can be in love with learning. You ever know somebody who's in love with learning? They're, all they do is listen to podcasts. All they do is read the latest book. All they do is read blogs talk about them and their, their own life is just stuck, mm. not going anywhere. Yeah, not putting into action. But any of us could fall into that temptation. I think uh, the church, and I say this respectfully, um, and we always have to be careful when we say the church. You know, you can never say the church and hit all of them. You know, even in the book of Revelation, there's seven of them mentioned. And some people say they're just regional churches. Some of them say they, some theologians say that they are a reference to the types of churches that existed back then or the ch- type of churches that could exist at any time. Um, and I know you want to know what my opinion is on that, but that's for a podcast in the future. Um, but you need to be careful of saying, you know, just, just these, these umbrella statements. But I think largely speaking, our society is one. Western society especially is one because there are so many resources available to us. Books and podcasts and videos and blogs and this thing called Google. Have you have you checked out this thing called Google? Mm-mm. It is amazing. You ha- you type in uh, whatever you're searching for. Anyway, um, <laughs> so um, the idea is that uh, there's so much available to us at very low cost and so much of it's free. You can take great comfort in learning, constantly learning and not applying. And it's not the things that we learn that change our lives. It's the things that we apply. If we were to apply, if the average person were to apply just 10% of what they know that they know that they know to be true, to move them forward. In other words, to bring about a change in their life, a change in their situation, they would be unrecognizable. Hmm. But the, the education has to be coupled with a hunger to apply that education. So this education area of our lives is huge, but it's only huge in proportion to our willingness and our hunger to work an action plan, to put what we learn into action. And that's the thing right there. You think about all the things that you know, those of you who are listening or watching, um, think about that. Do you apply the things that you know? Because that's what's gonna change you. Why do you think so many people aren't applying it? Why do you think people read books for the sake of head knowledge, but when it comes to application, so many people don't? Why do you think that is? That's a, that's a really good question. Uh, I think that it's because it's the safest thing to do. I'm safe when I imagine in my mind 
an outcome that has not yet happened. I'm safe in the theater of my mind when I can have everything resolve, everything's perfect, but the moment that I commit to putting something in action, that's when there's risk involved. And it's interesting, we're living in, in a society that you know we love action movies, we love drama, we love role playing, we love gaming, we love virtual reality, artificial intelligence. We're not even using the intelligence that we have. <laughs> stop and think about it, right? Um, we're, we're watching other people live. We're fantasizing about someone else's life. And, and when we, we like risk when we watch it but we actually avoid risk. You know, it's kind of interesting. The human mind is actually wired to avoid risk. Did you know that? Hmm. It's, it's wired to play it safe psychologically. And this is one of the reasons why we don't take risks in the area of our goals. And then I want to get into some self-evaluative questions in this area of education. How do you know whether you're, you, you know, you're in need of making a change in regard to your education? But first, this thing about the mind, psychologically, you are wired, just you, nobody else. Just, just me. Just A plus, Aaron Thomas. <laughs> we are wired to um, safety and security and comfort. So that is one of the reasons why fight or flight, you fight as a last resort, you know, if, if you're being confronted about something, but flight, we try to run away from things. And so if it's difficult, the odds are already against us in terms of survival mechanism, the way we were created. Um, we we choose the path of least resistance. But if you choose continually, if you continually choose, listen to this, everybody, if you continually choose what's easy, life's gonna be hard. Hmm. But if you counterintuitively, if you consciously understand how the mind works to protect us and to keep us from taking risk, to make keep, to gravitate towards safety and security, and you do a mind hack on yourself, and you do what's hard, life will be easy. So if you gravitate toward continually doing what's easy, life's gonna be harder for you. If you and, and you know that, I know that, if you're listening or watching, you know, think about, look, look at your life and look at all the ways that you chose the easy way out. In most instances, there's been a long-term detrimental impact of that. But when you do what's hard, think about working out, no pain, no gain. When you work out, you hate it when you're doing it. You know, uh, Muhammad Ali, one of my favorite quotes from him was, I, I hated every moment of working out, of training. I hated every moment, but I kept telling myself, suffer now and live to, to live forever as a champion. Wow. I mean, it's just like, suffer now and live forever as a champion. He kept telling himself that. Hmm. It's a great, it, so, so it's a great, great quote. And, um, you know, reason to even pause now and just let that sink in. But we often gravitate toward doing what's easy. Our lives end up harder. But if we do what's hard, life is easier. And one of the things that we need to be committed to is continually being honest about where we are in regard to our education. Hmm. Do, do you have the education that you need in order to reach your greatest potential? Right, so I wanna jump into some of the questions that you have and some questions that you include in the, the Legacy Blueprint mm -hmm. as far as taking a look at where you actually are in your education and where you wanna be. Mm -hmm. What are some questions that we should be asking ourselves mm -hmm. when it comes to the area of education? That's a good question about the questions. Um, these are taken right from the Courageous Life Legacy Blueprint. And you know, the Legacy Blueprint is what, what you use to map out your life in the seven areas. You look at three, five, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years or beyond of your life. You can get as detailed as you want. We walk you through it. 
And then there's the yearly planner, which you can plan for 12 months. You can plan for 12 months. What is that floating around there? Something floating around. You probably can't even see it. Well, it's 4K. You probably can't see it. Uh, you, know, you can plan for 12 months with the, the Courageous Life yearly planner. And it's all designed to make sure that you don't fall into the human doing trap. It's so easy with, with um, the other planning systems that I see out there that all they really are is glorified appointment schedulers. Hmm. And that's what we're trying to help you avoid. Do not use your smartphone as your primary scheduling tool. Do not use your tablet or your computer because all you're doing then is just scheduling appointments. You need to ratchet it back, take a step back and look at your whole life and make sure you're asking the right questions. So here's an example of some of the questions that I've thrown out there to um, help users, help people reach their potential, stretch the comfort zone. Have I become apathetic about my education? How do I need to stretch myself in order to stay hungry and continue to learn? So you can go through uh, college, maybe junior college, regular college, get your BA, your BS, uh, whatever it might be, get your master's degree, um, and, and then maybe stop and just say, well, I did that, I'm all done. But the real question is, have you become apathetic in your education? Could you actually perhaps do what might be a little bit hard going for a degree, whatever the case might be, to get yourself what you need in order to be who you want to be. That's really the question. So have you become apathetic about your education? How do you need to stretch yourself? Here's the no limit uh, life, the no limit life, the identifying sabotaging factors in your life. Do I have any habits or attitudes that hinder my desire or my ability to learn? Do I have any habits or attitudes that have hindered that hinder my desire or ability to learn? Have I allowed any situation or the influence of others to limit my education, whether formal or informal? So we're nodding again to that idea of digging the well, right? Because um, the tendency of fire is to go out. So that's true in any of the seven areas of life. If the tendency of fire is to go out, you know, most fires left alone go out unless well, I would say they go out. Let me just say, well, what about those wildfires in California? They didn't go out while they weren't left alone. There was strong winds mm-hmm. that fueled them with oxygen and propelled them to spread. But fire by itself, it goes out. Right. If there's not more fuel given to it. So we have to be careful in each of the seven areas of life, relationships, spiritual life, health and fitness, career, education, finances, rest and recreation, those seven areas that you're just not cruising along and just taking it easy and think, well, I did that, that's no more, I'm, I'm, I'm done with that. But then here's a, a dream about it uh, question, which I, which I really love because it's now taking you from where you are in that self-assessment process and, and propelling you into the future. So this is the dream about it section and you can use this anytime, anywhere that you are. Is there any area of study that I sometimes or often dream about pursuing? Is there any area of study that I sometimes or often dream about pursuing? What might happen if I pursued it? What might happen if I don't? Am I fearful of something that's keeping me from pursuing my educational dreams? These are, I think, very important questions. Am I fearful of something that's keeping me from pursuing my educational dreams. 
those are some examples there. You know, some of the other things that um, any of those resonate with you? Yeah, no, I think <laughs> for me, definitely the the standpoint of what areas do you want to pursue? Because I, I can name a list of things that I think it'd be cool to learn about. Like yeah. I, I'm a huge education junkie. Like I love mm-hmm. learning and mm-hmm. I love knowing about all different aspects. So to, to your point, the follow-up questions beyond that are what intrigued me the most is what would happen if I didn't pursue that? Right. And it would just allow me to actually think, hey, A, is it actually worth pursuing? Because right. I think there's a lot of things that I would say, yeah, I would love to learn about, but right. is my life gonna change from mm-hmm. learning about it? Probably yep. not. You have to be careful of the knee-jerk response. Right. I think it'd be cool, but is that the right reason to pursue something? Probably yeah. not. Is yeah. it in line with my life purpose and vision? Probably not. But mm-hmm. if it is something that, hey, what would my life be like if I didn't learn about relationships? What would my life, I'm in marketing, mm-hmm. so what would my life be like if I didn't learn about marketing? Right. Right. Well, I wouldn't have a business. I wouldn't have income. I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How would I support my family? Right. So. Definitely, I think those follow-up questions are are huge. Mm-hmm. Not just don't just pursue knowledge for the sake of knowledge right. or a degree, right? Just but, for the sake of a degree, but pursue it because it goes in line with mm-hmm. your life purpose and your life vision and what you were put here to do. Well, you know, it's a great example of how some of the areas of life they overflow, over, overlap into other areas. Think about the career, your education. How many people? went to school for a formal education and are doing nothing at all remotely related to it. A lot of people. Right. And uh, in many in many instances, you know, you're to be applauded. People realize, you know what? I did that for the wrong reason. I went to school for that. I, I played it safe or uh, I was afraid of whatever I was afraid of, did it for the wrong reasons. And, and good for you. Now you're doing what you really should do. Um, but again, if, if you want to move forward, you have to look backward. You have to evaluate why you are where you are now, how you got there. And do you want to continue to do that with the only life you have this side of forever? Rewind. You know, how, here's a question. How satisfied am I with my current level of education on a one to ten scale? Hmm. And, and it's all about moving forward. Is whatever you is whatever you're learning going to move you forward? When we talked about earlier, um, the designing your life idea, right? looking at your whole life. What's the purpose of my life? What's the vision for my life? How is this adding value to me so that I can add value to other people? So on a one to 10 scale, how satisfied are you with your current level of education and being careful about just, you know, taking pride in a couple of alphabets before your name or after your name or a title before your name. Fast forward many years from now, how do I want to be able to describe what I was able to accomplish because of my education? That's really important wording. What I was able to accomplish because of my education. Not what was I able to learn, but what was I able to accomplish as a result of that learning? It's really important. Hmm. So, uh, and then has my life become imbalanced, causing me to either neglect or over-prioritize this area at the expense of other areas and true and uh, true success? Now, here's a great question regarding um, time and money, which is very important in the goal setting and the goal achievement process. If you don't ask this question, as you're looking to possibly set goals as you're making that transition from, okay, I'm, I'm doing the evaluation process of where I am now, why I've been here, and I'm getting ready to make that leap now into setting a new goal in a new direction. Here's a great question. What kind of formal education would I pursue if time and money were not obstacles? Hmm. What kind of formal education would I pursue if time and money were not obstacles? 
and then formal and ongoing education, again, as distinct from life being schooled and continually learning. You know, I'm, when I'm driving in the car, I know you do this too, I will listen to a podcast or I will resist the temptation to watch it, but I will listen to a YouTube educational video or inspirational video, something like that, right? Right. Uh, shameless plug for the Courage Matters app where yeah. you can get all kinds of great stuff on that. But here's a formal and, on, and ongoing education. What subjects or formal degrees would I like to pursue in order to prioritize my masterpiece mosaic? Hmm. See, now what we're doing is we're going back to the earlier podcast and one of the bedrock principles for the whole courageous life planning system. It's called courageous on purpose. The whole idea is to create a masterpiece mosaic with your life. And if you don't know what that phrase means, go back and listen to the earlier podcasts in this whole series, because whether you use the planning system or not is irrelevant, but you want to make sure that your life is a masterpiece of a mosaic because we're all creating a mosaic, right? It's just a matter of whether it's a masterpiece or not. So formal and ongoing education, what subjects or formal degrees would I pursue in order to prioritize my masterpiece mosaic? <laughs> really uh, helpful question, I think. Yeah. So I want to ask you about the other side of education. So informal education, mm -hmm. what are some topics that are, I would say, informal topics, something mm -hmm. that you don't get a degree in, you mm -hmm. don't get a degree in people skills, you don't get a degree in conflict resolution. But mm -hmm. what are some things that you feel in order to move forward in life, people should have a good grasp on mm -hmm. these topics? Give me three topics that sure. you think that are informal that people mm -hmm. should learn. Uh, relationships in general. I mean, the most important ones are the ones that you typically cannot get a formal degree in. Relationships, because life is relationships. Uh, you can tell where somebody is in their relationship with God by how they relate with pe relate to people, right? The greatest commandment, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, strength, and soul. The second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. There's no commandment greater than these, Jesus says. So if you want to know where somebody's at vertically, you look at where they are horizontally. <laughs> so relationships, learning how to be a good communicator. Communication is also listening, not just uh, being heard. It is nonverbal, you know, the majority uh, of depending on what study you look at, 80 and a percent and upward of all communication is non-verbal. Mm -hmm. It is non-verbal. Wow. The majority of information on the internet now, I mean, we've seen a transition in um, news outlets, uh, blogs, the way blogs are done now, there's vlogs instead of you know just reading it, it's video content. So uh, the overwhelming majority, 80% is on the low side when you look at studies, it's more like 87% and higher of all communication is nonverbal. So being a good communicator involves not only using your mouth, and for those of you who are listening, I'm gesturing like a, a wild Italian. <laughs> like a air traffic uh, control guy. Yeah, air traffic control guy. And I am Italian, by the way, so I get to say that about <laughs> myself. Um, but um, relationships is huge. Another area would be marriage. Uh, that, you know, zeroing in on that relationship with that specific significant other in a marriage relationship. Mm -hmm. uh, learning how to be a great communicator, a great provider, learning um, how to read somebody else in marriage, learning what your your spouse's emotional needs are, because we're an oversexed society. Everybody thinks, you know, sex is everything. Mm -hmm. And really, everything else is 
so much more important right. than that aspect of life. It's it's very easy. It's it's very natural. You know, the sexual part of who we are is the easiest, most natural thing. You don't have to um, read very much at all in many instances, in most instances for the average person to be able to fall into sexual activity. That's my point when I'm saying there, everybody. But you think about the relational aspect of, of emotional support, right. emotional connectivity. So that would be a huge thing. There's a lot of talk about emotional intelligence today. Yeah. And then the other thing would be child rearing, raising children. How do you do that in today's society? Um, raising children, it's, it's the most important thing that you'll ever be given, ever be charged with. Mm-hmm. And you don't even need a license for it. And it is crazy when you think about it. So those are areas of life that you can learn about. There is just no excuse today with podcasts and blogs and this thing called Amazon. Uh, there's free resources all over the place. Mm-hmm. And again, it's what you would apply, not just what you learn that's going to change your life. You could read one blog, listen to one podcast, get serious about putting 50% of what you hear or what you read into practice. And your life can, you know, instantly, just like that, be completely changed. Yeah. So that area of relationships in general, the area of relationships with a significant other, and the area of child rearing, those would be three areas that would be huge, absolutely huge um, in regard to uh, education, whether it's formal or informal. That's great. That's great. So I want to end in this. When does learning stop? Hmm. Right now, stop this being podcast educated? is over. Um, <laughs> when does learning stop? I don't think it does stop. I think life is school. I think life is a classroom. It only stops if you um, wittingly or unwittingly turn off the hunger button. If you if you stop wanting to learn, I think there's lessons in everything all around us. Hmm. So it never stops unless you stop it and you stop paying attention. Right. You should pay attention because life is happening. And um, you should be committed to being a lifetime student for for the sake of your own transformation. If you're not doing that, everybody, if you're not doing that, if you're not committed to your own transformation, through the application of what you're learning, then then you've given up on that masterpiece mosaic. You've given up on expanding your legacy. You've given up on being the best version of you. This is what it means to be the best version of you. You've given up on unleashing your potential and you owe it to yourself. You owe it to the, the, the family and friends who are closest to you. You owe it to the people at your workplace, your neighborhood. You owe it to the country to be the best version of you, to unleash your potential be that, that best version of all the possible versions. And you owe it to your creator, whether you believe in him or not, whether you believe in a creator or not, uh, it's not gonna change the reality of his existence, right? We have a creator and uh, hopefully you're not too offended that I say that. If you find that offensive, I'm okay with disagreeing agreeably, provided you are, hopefully you are too. <laughs> hopefully we can learn together even when we're apart, right? Even if we don't agree on everything, we can learn together even in the disagreeing process. So. I think life is school, Um, all of life is a classroom, and you only stop learning the moment that you, you only stop learning the moment that you stop paying attention and you stop looking for opportunities to learn. Hmm. That's great, I love it. Tomorrow I'm super excited because we get to wrap up all seven areas, so tomorrow's a rest and recreation. Why don't we rest and recreate on that day? 
Maybe we should. Maybe we would, just cancel the episode. Just cancel Take the day off. Yeah, this is the episode. Just silence. Just absolute silence. Right? I like it. We're laughing. I don't know. Listen to the sound of our breaths. On the beach. Listen to the ocean. There you go. Yeah, some seagulls. But it ought to be a good broadcast because people don't often think about the rest and recreation Not at all. area of life in, in goal setting. Well, that sounds like work in the goal setting area. You tune in to the next episode, whether it's tomorrow or uh, you're binge watching, binge uh, listening. You tune into the next podcast about um, setting and achieving goals in that seventh area of life, rest and recreation. And I guarantee your rest and your recreation will go to a, a deeper, higher level. It will change everything. We hope you enjoyed today's Courage Matters podcast, along with other podcasts in this series, 30 Days of Achieving Goals and Unleashing Your Potential. Why not share this podcast and this series with a friend who could use a lift? And if you're looking to take your life to the next level, you'll love the new Courageous Life Planning System. It'll walk you through a proven process to help you set and achieve great goals, live with no limits, and unleash your greatest potential. No other goal achievement system gives you so much to positively revolutionize your life. It'll help you set and achieve lifetime and long-term goals so that your dreams become a reality one day at a time. To get your Courageous Life Planning System, download the free Courage Matters app or visit CourageousLifeSystem.com. That's CourageousLifeSystem.com. It's your time to soar.